0: You're out of order. You're out of order. This whole podcast is out of order. If you're the kind of dad who thinks the entire world has gone mad, and it has, then this is the podcast for you. <laughs> We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are the podcast celebrating suburban dad life and the life of dads wherever they may be. Welcome to Season 6, Episode number 4. We are calling this episode Dadmage Control because we have a guest on who does a little dadmage control and damage control in his own right. His name is Ira Thor. Ira! He's a Board of Ed member. In his town, crazy, crazy job. He's also a uh, public relations director at a university. We're going to learn about all of the antics and nonsense that he has to put up with, especially uh, from from parents, and that's coming up a little later on on Bad to the Dad. Hey, my name is Adam D. Right now, it is my great pleasure to introduce to you my very good friend and my very good podcasting partner. He puts the fest in Oktoberfest. His name is Coach Randy. Hey, Coach. Hey,
1: Adam D. What a place to be. What a place <laughs> <Yes>. to be. <laughs> Whoever you may be.
0: And speaking of which, we're drinking some Corona Lights. Thank you. I'm just trying to bring back the vibe from the Outer Banks. Absolutely. That was our drink of choice it when was. we were just sitting around in, in warmer climes oh, on the my beach. Gosh,
1: my gosh, it's so End good to August. have you here, back in the den, episode four. I I can't believe uh, we've got another old person from your from your history, from your from yep. your your youth, right? I, I when you told me he's a board of ed member. Oh, yeah. I gotta tell you, I, you know, with youth sports and the parents I deal with. I have no idea why anybody in the right mind would ever choose to be a Board of Ed member.
0: Yeah, because okay. I feel like when you're a Board of Ed member, oh. you're essentially Kevin Bacon in Animal House <laughs> during Hazen. Thank you, sir, may I have another. Thank you, sir, may I have another. That's, it's a paddle to the behind every pleasant. time you go in for a meeting. Thank
1: you, sir, may I have another. No, that is. I just don't know why anybody. We have a we have a former guest and someone who comes on frequently, uh, Chris Diaz, yeah, who actually ran for school of board, the board of ed, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, he lost. I, I, or, or maybe that was a blessing. Maybe there was a blessing in disguise. But I I have no idea what anybody the right mind. Has. So I can't wait to talk to him to see why in the world he would ever want to be a, a member. Of the board
0: we're gonna of ed. we're gonna find out what motivates him, and we also have to talk about polls. We have the great heat debate, but before we get into that poll and our new poll, speaking of the heat being Speaking on. about poles? Speaking, well, speaking of the heat always being on, like who keeps the marketing, web design, and graphic design heat up more than a notch?
1: That must be Becky Berman of BermanBranding.com. That is BermanBranding.com. Becky Berman, for all of your social media and website design and graphic design needs.
0: She's doing terrific work for Coach Randy. She can do terrific work for you. I tell you what, go to at BermanBranding on Instagram, and you will see some advice that she has posted for businesses. You know what She said, Follow your customers if you want them to follow you. Oh, follow, follow your, your, your customers. customers. So if you're on social media, you know your customers are follow them. So it's so a relationship. So speaking
1: of which, how many people are we following on our? Uh...
0: Well, I basically follow back everybody <laughs> that follows us. So I follow think there's back probably a good 300. You
1: know, we follow back. Media. you ever play? You ever play beer pong? Oh yeah. You know, there's there's a play. There's a it's called balls back. Uh-huh. Remember the balls back when you. It's, 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 you it's said this
0: twice right now with a smile on your face. It's a fun
1: part. Of My son was reminding me about the the, the time we played uh, Beer Pond together. But yeah. As you were saying, follow back, I was thinking about Balls Back. I don't know. It's just something that just made me think it's about it. It's
0: amazing how you made that very tenuous <laughs> connection, but thank you for bringing that into the
1: podcast. Uh, it just happens, Adam D. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Becky Berman, and we got a great episode. Uh, i got to tell you, I think he hit the nail on the head. This is the biggest week we've ever had as far as downloads. Right,
0: big time downloads. Big
1: big time downloads, the biggest we've ever had. Yep. Right, and the poll we had on fire.
0: The comments are still coming in. I mean, we're recording on Sunday night, not Sunday morning. and there are comments coming in as we hit record. Right. So last
1: week we talked about, you know, when do you turn the heat on?
0: Right. Now remember, this is October. Last week was was October uh, first, first week of
1: October. I mean, you know, it. I mean, let's let's go straight out. Jason Gay says. It gets turned on when the wife says she's cold, and so it's worth not fighting over. Okay. Right.
0: So there's not a democracy. So
1: happy wife, happy life. Happy life. Right. It. it I like Kevin
0: Harrison. Do you know Kevin Harrison? I know Kevin Harrison. He lives, right. lives in my development. Right. It's friend. called
1: put on socks, sweatshirt, and cuddle in a blanket. No heat until election day. I love that because that's like that's not even November first. That's like could be the third, the fourth, the sixth. Could be a
0: week into the into the month of November. Right. I'm with him.
1: Now, the the classic one I found this week was Marco John Martelli. College buddy. College buddy of yours. Love them Stick a dummy thermostat on the wall without telling her and let her set it to whatever she wants. At our age, that sucker's going to have a 10-point swing and fall and spring. If she says, it's not getting hot in here, go to the base with a wrench and bang metal for five minutes and juck up the real thermostat for an hour. Repeat as necessary. Oh, my God.
0: That's brilliant. Because, <laughs> you know, he didn't have that in the vault. He just came up with that when he saw this posting. No.
1: Uh, not before Thanksgiving, bundle up. Uh, some people are like, we're still on humidity. It's the AC still on. I'd say November the earliest. I mean, just... I, I gotta tell you, I women think, of, We're getting
0: a lot of women of a certain age, a lot of menopause type Absolutely. Of, uh, and of course, no, Jess
1: jumps in in her defense. But guess what? Your wife always has my wife's side. Doesn't matter.
0: Oh, yeah. It's... You know what? It's called unconditional love. It is.
1: And it's not even fair because... Uh, I mean, we, we had... I mean... <laughs> and then we had crispy Will strassman across the street yep. it's at 72 it just stays at 72 it stays
0: 72 which is just comfortable yeah. it could be a little warm sometimes hey i love uh brad schwartz who yeah. is the uh, former president of my housing development he's saying hey <laughs> you can replace that old thermostat that i posted absolutely on facebook with a free nest thermostat so now i'm getting thermostat yeah. advice You're and getting... you know what we went out and got it did you We when and got it <laughs> just so you can program it remotely <laughs> So amazing interaction, and then we actually had a poll which has now disappeared on social media. But eighty-one percent of respondents said the heat is not on. Uh, it's not on in October, yeah. so
1: you're gonna uh, have to wait. So, and then, of course, I get location, location, location. People from Florida even jumping in saying, you know, "We're from Florida. We don't have that issue." This is a uh, national podcast, so this you're is have, you know, we we're still yet to hear yeah. back from Belgium and of course France. Uh, but I gotta tell you, I think hands down, November.
0: That's where it goes. That's what I say. Sorry, so de- I say December one if you right. can if you can hack it.
1: Hack it, man. Hack it. Bundle up. December. I think I think our listeners are on our side.
0: And just so you know, I'm painting a, a, a very wild visual for all of our listeners here. Coach Randy and I, still in shorts. Absolutely. Rainy, raw, day, doesn't matter. Nuh-uh. 58 degrees Absolutely. in shorts. And by the way, your Callaway shirt. Jacket shirt looks very nice on you tonight. Does that uh, is it slimming? Uh, not only
1: is it slimming, it's very conforming. It's very hey. it makes you look like you're buff. It, it, your, maybe I'm hiding something. You are. You could be <laughs> hiding something, but you know what? That's what it's all about. I think maybe it's a, a gender thing. Maybe it's stereotypical. I for me, shorts till at least November. Then maybe I'm going to get out of my shorts. That's my rule.
0: Okay, I'm holding you to
1: it. Well, I mean, I got to tell you, I mean, you had a big, uh, big day with your son, Aiden. Speaking played... of wearing
0: shorts in the rain, absolutely, as it's as it's moving sideways, right? So my son Aiden had a, a golf tournament today, U.S. Kids Golf. It was the first tournament he played in the the next age group, 13, 14. Yeah. And uh, he did very, very well. He uh, uh, came in 13th, a, you know, basically middle, middle of the But he's, I mean, he's playing up, though. He's playing with up. Older kids And it's, and it's tough because some of these kids, they hit big. Yeah. Man, I tell you, some of these kids are a little wusses. We had a lot of withdrawals. Really? Because it, there it was, was the rain. rain. And I'm like hitting in the rain. Huh? But, you know... Aiden Go. loves playing. Aiden's like you know Brer Rabbit in the Brer Patch. Give there me some mud. Give me some rain. Well, give me some
1: cold. He's a special kid. He's a, he a Chandler after all. Well, <laughs> yeah, see,
0: it's, a, it's a different kind of gene, and uh, and you know certainly the mold is, is certainly broken. But um, I think what amused me the most is he he got uh, paired up with this kid uh, Shrayon. Uh, Love you know kid. Do you know him? First time we ever met him. First because th- he met, we, we don't usually play in so the thirteen okay. fourteen. So first, so time, first time we ever met. His name is Shrayon. Shray, Shrayon. Yeah. And you uh, you introduce yourself before you tee off. And we learned that he goes to the special um, like science and technology high school in New Jersey. Okay. And Aiden's an honors math student. So they had plenty to talk about as they were walking to their ball. Mm-hmm. So in between holes, they would talk about different math problems and equations and the different things that they were working on in school at, at this time. And it got... To the point where I got so frustrated, <laughs> I said, guys, turn down the geek talk for a minute. There is an open green up ahead of you, all mm-hmm. right? The the group ahead of us it has been good. off the green for five it's minutes. It's time to play ball. And you're talking about splitting the or You see, I was not the math guy. Apparently I, not, because yes. Adam is science. Yes, well, <laughs> Aiden gets the math from, from his mom. Uh-huh. But... I said, you yeah, know, we're here. We're here to golf. We got to keep up the pace of play. I don't want a ranger yeah, driving up, by and saying, hey, "Hey, come on, come on, little, come know. on, practice your putts." Let's yeah, practice your putts. You could putts. do the geometry proof another day. <laughs> so that was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> fun. And then, uh, you know, my uh, daughter, yeah, Perry, deep, deep breath and five Xanaxes. She yeah. uh,
1: just got her permit. Oh my God, her learner's permit for what? Driving. I know. We should stop by
0: the other day to say hello. We came was outside nice? to see her behind yeah, the. She uh, made it up the hill behind the hill. <laughs> Um, and, you know, big milestone, she was able to make a left turn out of the development, which is pretty dangerous. Way. There's no traffic light. Yeah. So she makes the left turn when cars are coming from both the, angles. Both, yeah. You look left, you look right. You don't know. Maybe there's a car coming. Left, right, right. left yeah. right, left. Left, I mean, right, left. Left, I mean, right, left, right, left. coming right. like 70 miles an hour. You don't see could It could be. But she, she did great. But the thing about her is, and, you know, I love her to death, and I think she's going to be a good driver, because for about a year, we had been practice driving in these corporate parking lots. Yes. It's essentially... Yeah, and thank you so it's much. essentially for, legal trespassing. Legal no, I want
1: to thank, thank you for doing that because now my daughter, Michaela, who turned 16 in February, uh-huh. is saying, well, you know, Perry's dad, Adam D., took her driving before she had a learner's permit. Getting the senses a little bit of sarcasm. And right. no, I just want to let you know, double fingers up in the air, bang, right? right? Oh, wow. Yeah, two jerseys, two jerseys. Yeah, absolutely. Now now I have to break the law and because, you know, listen, if you can do it,
0: I can clearly do I'd be it. happy to take Michaela back to ADP <laughs> just so I don't have to go on the road. No, I'm kidding. But the thing about, about Perry is, you know, I think this probably happens with a lot of new drivers yeah. is that you over-talk your way yeah. through the drive. Yeah. So she's like, oh, here comes the stop sign. I better stop. And you have to press the okay. brake gently and you have to give it enough time. Yeah. And, but she's she's narrating her own driving. Huh. It's like driving with somebody with Asperger's. No offense to people with Asperger's, but it's like everything has to get out. <laughs> it's like made the left turn didn't didn't cross Rayman. over let's the yellow line let's call, line. Ray, let's it's, call it's Rayman. let's call Rayman. Right. Right. So, same, Rayman. Same, same, so what
1: she's doing is she's visualizing but she's verbal it's verbalization verbal verbal visualization <laughs> verbalization so
0: um the best the best part is driving over speed bumps uh-huh. and speed humps do you know uh-huh. the difference speed bumps are the short ones speed humps are the long ones so the speed bumps are actually painted yellow you yes. can see them yes. and they're yeah like you said they're short you get yeah. a little doop and then off you go yeah a speed hump. Yes, it's like a whoo You get I some mean, air I, if you're going too fast. I feel like you, they're not marked well. No, they're just um black asphalt yes. that happen to be elevated from the rest of the road. It's supposed to slow you down. They are. <laughs> i to tell you, we're Dukes of Hazarding <laughs> over these things because you don't see them so well. And where a speed bump is a true bump. Yeah. A speed hump may as well be a small hill. Yeah. Where you have to take a trolley car to get to the top. That's so funny. Yeah. So, you know, you could be on a speed hump for, for quite some time if you're...
1: If you if you yourself, like, knocked over the top. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, listen, I, I give you all the credit in the world. You know, I, I've i done it twice with my two older kids. Mm-hmm. They're both driving. Um, it has been decided that I'm the one who's going to take Michaela out yeah. to drive. I have the patience. That uh, might be a good poll for the future, coach. Well, that, that's Which
0: parent... Ah, that would be... That takes a the good kid poll. out for the permit. That, but, I, but I know you have another poll. That well, runs. I do
1: because, you know, this past week, of course, I... Uh, celebrated the second anniversary of my 27th birthday birthday
0: right? coach randy you know, so how it was, uh, old are you now i'm you know, 54
1: right and that's uh which so that's not so bad you know but you think about it like next year like double nickels that seems that's that that's old right but it puts
0: you over the speed home
1: yeah <laughs> i like that circle <laughs> back 60, that's very yeah. good that's very uh-huh. good i like uh, how that's you our did technique that.
0: well it's all about technique. that's our game days. that's, that's our it's our all game
1: ball game. bearings right <laughs> Quaker state there you go pennzoil okay right had a, reference Had I had a had a pledge had a reference so it was my birthday very nice thank you to Facebook Instagram all those great people sending comments you know I got phone calls I got text messages you know I think it's great and the problem was I was so busy I was so busy I I mean thank God I'm back to work I'm speaking I'm teaching I've got clients so no complaints no complaints we of course it's softball so oh, yeah. literally had we had 15 minutes when I came home, it was just like, here's your cards. Happy birthday. Right? <laughs> Which is fine because I'm not the kind... I don't need gifts. Mm-hmm. I don't need gifts. I For me, and this, well, this, this is the poll I want to talk to you about. Maybe you're different. There are some people who feel like you have to have gifts. Like you need gifts on your birthdays, whatever it is. But for me, I believe that when it comes to my kids, I'm always going to give them gifts. I don't care how my kids get. Kids need gifts. Kids, kids want need gifts. Yeah. And it's always about passing it down. Mm-hmm. And at some point, when and if, there's time for the next... Generation, it's all going to get passed down. But I don't need gifts, right? For me, I just want either a phone call, preferably not a text message, but a phone call, right, or a card. That's all I need, Mm -hmm. right? Because everybody tells me, I'm so hard to buy for, I'm so hard to buy for. What do you think?
0: What are you thinking when when it comes to birthday gifts? Do you need to have a gift on your birthday? I don't need to have a gift, Mm -hmm. but I like to do something. Yeah? To commemorate the the auspicious milestone. Yeah, and I often like to do that with my family, or sometimes mm-hmm. they have multiple ones. Yeah. Like I, I have this group of friends. You know, Jonathan Waldman is one of, of the course. comedians on our. He's been on our show, our special great yep.
1: friend. We we went down a couple years ago, spent some time with down in D.C. That's went right. to the Nationals with them. Yes, good absolutely, piece. good peeps. Yeah.
0: so you know his birthday's right around mine in March, and you know we had committed to just saying that the month of March was our birthday. Oh, and we would celebrate in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm our birthdays throughout the entire month of March. So yeah, it's like dinners. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, like ball games, things like that. You're doing stuff mm-hmm. to kind of stretch out your birthday. Maybe we've gotten a little too old for that. But I like to just, you know, do stuff and maybe do stuff with multiple people in my circle. No, I got you. I'm just but it's not, I don't need there. a material gift. Like I don't need a pair of socks but, for my birthday. But I know people are like, you know, I have to have a gift. Yeah,
1: It's, it's all about me. It's time for gift giving and, and that. So I'm curious to know if our listeners out there but it's time for your birthday as an adult uh, and as a parent, do you need gifts for your birthday or is a card phone call sufficient enough?
0: I'm, I'm going to post this because um, if it's anything like the great heat debate, we'll probably get a lot of responses. I'm
1: really curious to know. I, uh, it could be. It could be. I'm just, you know, that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You
0: know, I don't need the love. There may, maybe if I did like stuff, but I don't know. This is not reverse psychology where you want a gift. Ooh. But you're so, saying you don't need a gift.
1: So that's a good question. No, I'm not like that. I'm not okay. saying I don't want a gift when I actually right. do want to give. i say
0: you're right. Yeah. But
1: I, I do think that, uh, but at least give me a phone call. You know, just, yeah. you know, at least my kids. Well, we, we paid you a visit. You know, you paid me a I had an with.
0: inexperienced driver. Yeah, no, I, drive I, but I'm Dallas. talking about
1: my, my kids. I'm talking about yeah. my oh, own kids. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need a gift for my kids. Just give me a phone call. I don't need a gift for my wife, you know. There are other things that maybe can happen that are gift wise, possibly. Possibly, if that happens, you know, it's usually that time of year, whatever it might be. That's yeah, a it's celebration thing.
0: A price tag on it? That's not that you know, really a price tag. It's yeah, doesn't really cost. No, you don't want to
1: time it. You know. No, no, it's, it's all about giving. It's, give it's, it's the giving. It's a yeah, giving I'm gift. Okay. It's all about giving and okay. you know what I'm talking about. Yes, it's just nice for a birthday, but you know, I'm just
0: we really don't need anything else. I'm gonna pivot. You know, you know who thinks <laughs> I need gifts for my birthday? Who my, my mom's, and then yes. she goes out and buys Marshalls. There and then, you go. Mama Phil and any of the impulse buys in the the register line, I'm getting all that stuff. All right, good poll. So we'll get that up on social media. So at bad to the dad, of course, check that out on Instagram uh, and our Facebook pages. So you have Coach Randy and Coach Randy says, and then of course you have Adam D. Chandler. So there'll be uh, plenty, I'm sure, plenty of posting opportunities, plenty of activity to say your say about this poll. Do you need a gift as an adult? Coming up on Bad to the Dad, we've got Ira Thor. Keep it here. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Social media. We're on it and we know you're on it too because you've been following our polls on Facebook and Instagram. At Bad to the Dad, that is our handle for most of our social media platforms. That includes Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and we're even on LinkedIn, the business networking site. Got a website too, because I was told that you still have to have one of those, even though social media is the way you get all of your information. That website is quite easily badtothedad.com. And if you'd like to interact with your host, you certainly can do that too. You could do it by way of good old fashioned email and that is contact us at badtothedad.com. Once more, contact us at badtothedad.com. Show ideas, guest ideas, hey, poll ideas. Polls have become very popular. So let us know what you wanna talk about. And you could do that through contact us at badtothedad.com or IM or DM us through social media. Coach, another blast from my past is our guest today, we have got Ira Thor. He was one of my old radio buddies on my first job out of college at WGHT. And now he's actually made something of himself. He is the uh, communications director for a state university in New Jersey called New Jersey City University. He still broadcasts. He still does play-by-play on networks like ESPN 8, The Ocho. So if you, the know, Ocho. If you want Samoan volleyball, he is the guy that you the can- once, listen to. The Onse. The yeah, Onse. The Onse at like you know midnight on a on a random Thursday. Uh, he's got a, a wonderful family, so we're going to learn a little bit about that. And we're also going to talk about his experiences being on a board of education. Knuck and futz, knuck and futz. In the time of COVID. Ira, Ira Thor, great to see you. Thanks for being on board, pal.
2: Happy to be here, guys. Thanks for having me, Randy. Nice to chat with you. And Adam, great to be back on the air with you for the first time in, God, 20 years plus.
0: That's it. That's it. We had a lot of fun um, broadcasting high school football games. Livingston.
2: Livingstonian.
0: Well, the station I was at was Passaic County. So we covered mostly Passaic and easternmost Morris County. Gotcha. And uh, pretty much... um, What, Bergen Catholic? uh, There were a few Bergen Catholic games, and there were some... uh, Patterson with some Wayne
2: Park. Hills games, you got you know former NFL right. great Greg Olson. Guy, Greg, Greg Olson is now yeah.
0: broadcasting with Kevin Burkhart, yeah. another one of our. His former father colleagues. used to be the head coach in the athletic That's director. That's right, uh, Chris. Yes, yeah, Chris Olson. Yeah, who and always Chris had Chris
2: Sims, of course, from Ramapo, among others.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, North Jersey football had Apparently. a cavalcade of really amazing. Ooh, that's a great SAT word. Cavalcade. Write it down. I want you to use it in your next coaching training. Well, we are preparing for the PSATs
1: in our family. So, Ooh, all right, Cavalcade.
0: Yeah. See, Crack open a, a book. Crack open a Kaplan book and see if it's there. But enough about our testing. <laughs> Let's get into learning about Ira. So Ira, one of the things I mentioned is that you are on the Board of Education in your town of Howell, which is uh, down in Central Jersey, uh, Monmouth County. And it is a hell of a time to be uh, a board of Education what in the world member I'm, I'm sorry D. what what in the world is, is, why? Well I'm sorry so why don't we start oh. there Ira Tell us because you, know, you, you have a million and one other things going on in your life. you are one busy Who dad you're probably wants the busiest to be a member of the board of ed. you are probably one of the busiest dads we've ever had on. So tell us what motivated you to become a board member. You're a crack smoker. stop it.
2: <laughs> I'll deny that to the very end. No, it's interesting. When I first ran, um, and I originally ran in 2016, um, this is actually my second term right now. And I ran because, you know, at at that time, uh, there was another issue that kind of motivated me. It was a reconfiguration of our uh, schools. And I didn't feel um, that our parents were being heard enough through the process. And that kind of motivated me. I'm not one of these people that likes to sit back and, you know, whine on social media like some folks do. To me, all right, I saw that there was an issue. And I want to be part uh, of the solution. You know, it's, it's one thing to complain about a problem. But if you're not act- actively trying to fix the problem, then, you know, what good are you? Uh, so I ran. I actually lost the first time by 500 votes. Uh, I dealt with my first ever public uh, anti-Semitic attack that year. Um, but that- you guess you're Jewish. I am.
0: And, and uh, a descendant of Holocaust survivors, too.
2: My, on my grandmother's side, um, obviously I didn't know that was obviously long before I was around, but uh, my grandmother did have uh, cousins that were killed uh, in World War II. And you know not something we really ever talk about. Um, but it's not lost upon me when some things are, have, are said over the years. Um, and and you, know, you, you always try to be the bigger person. but that motivated me even more to run um, and win in 2017. I served three years. I ran for a second term in 2020. Uh, It's always fun to be on the ballot the same year that there's a presidential election going on (laughs) and um, I was able to win um, handily, actually, with the most votes of any of the male candidates. Down ballot, down ballot, down ballot, very down ballot. (laughs) So far down the stream, you need some orders to get back up. Uh, But, yeah, it's my second term. And, you know, I always thought I would probably do two, maybe three terms, but it's a different world right now.
0: Yeah. So, so you mentioned, Ira, you know, you were the victim of an anti Semitic uh, comment. And, you know, that's just one of, I know, a myriad of angry uh, aspects of rhetoric that you've been receiving. Why, why have you been the recipient of something as extreme as an anti Semitic comment, as well as some of this other anger that I've seen you post about on your Facebook page?
2: Well, I think we become easy targets, right? So you know, my thing was, I was always. The voice of the community and you know i was very public that i if, if it was up to me that we would be mask optional wherever possible right um I, i'm a big proponent of giving parents as much parental choice as they possibly can but there were two problems with that number one the governor of new jersey governor murphy um issued a mandate that schools were going to be mask um mandatory this year uh, and we're not going to violate a mandate from the governor right despite what some of these districts might have said in letters oh yeah they know we're not going to do that and they're trying to in my opinion try to placate and gaslight their communities they never were ever going to not do that they were never going to go against the governor so and to me the other biggest issue was after what happened in the last year what's more important your your disdain for wearing a mask we're having your children in school, full day, uninterrupted education, which we have not had since 2019. So I thought it was a pretty easy decision you know, to follow the law. And unfortunately, some people did not like the fact that I chose my oath over what I personally would want if I was the one you know, making the decisions. And once that happens, especially when you're one of the members of the board who's actually active on social media um, and has engaged with people, you become an easy target. You know, and I had some folks call me a snake in the grass and whatever. I'll, I'll laugh that no, off. Really, snake in the grass. But That's he snake.
0: handled it well because I'm going to post this up on our social media. Yeah, He got himself a snakeskin shirt <laughs> and said, look at me. I'm a snake. No, I I'm a snake. About it in grass. Had a, lot of about... fun. Had a lot of fun with it.
2: Best $25 I ever spent on Amazon. <laughs> it's not a real
0: snake. No.
2: <laughs> not a real snake, but I, I will definitely wear that to the club at some point. You
1: know, <laughs> so, so Ira, you know, we, your, your timing is perfect. Uh, and thanks again for being here. Uh, I travel and I speak to school boards all the time. I'm very involved with the HIV, New Jersey Anti-Bullet Bill of Rights Act. And I I have no idea why anybody would ever, ever choose to serve on the board. And I'm not sure if you watch Smirkamish on CNN. I have. Uh, Every Saturday, nine o'clock. That was the main story that he talked about. Board members across the country are often in fear of their life, or they're just saying, you know what? Screw it. I'm done because they are being chastised. And it's not, it's not the majority of people. It's just the loud minority, you know, a handful of people that seem to crave this attention. Why would you? Why would you deal with this kind of stuff? What? What's ultimately? What's in it for you?
2: I ultimately have a screw loose. I think that's abundantly clear. But you know, to me, it's important to serve. Uh, it's important to give back where you can. Um, our board, the board of Ed we're on, is actually. I I, I really enjoy the people I serve with. We all kind of come from a different walk of life. You know, my expertise is obviously in the communication realm, but end of the day, it's like, listen, I, I, I love where I live. I love the community and I love my kids and I love children in general. And to me, it's a natural way to give back. People have asked, would you you know ever consider running for council or something beyond? And I'm never going to say no, no to that. I just don't have an interest in that at this time of my life, but I, I care about the schools and I care about the kids and I want to do right by the community as much as I can. So I'm not going to Listen, at the end of the day, I've, I've seen um, you know, coming out of the DOJ, you know, uh, you know talking about domestic terrorists. They're going to classify some people out. We haven't had that, fortunately, here. We've only had some very loud uh, parents who only can see their own little silo, right? The problem is a lot of folks talk on Facebook in these closed private Facebook groups and it becomes a rabbit hole. Quite frankly, it's an echo chamber where they're going down the rabbit hole and going into more and more topics and they only hear and see what they want to hear and see. And that's the danger. But fortunately, the people here locally have only been verbally um, loud. It's never gotten to a point of threats. I've seen this um, in other communities around this well, the state to some degree, but also the country. You know, We all follow the news and it's disturbing. And I certainly understand why people are resigning were not even considering running for office. I'm talking to Adam uh, off the air uh, earlier in the week, and I was like, this is exactly in a local election, mind you. But this is why you can't get qualified people to run for offices at all levels of politics, because they don't want to have their life turned upside down and, and deal with this nonsense. And because of that, the the outcome is you get people who serve mostly because of ego more than anything and power yeah
0: it's it's funny um, you know you said people serving like on local board just happening even more local than that like in my housing development <laughs> we had a president resign um, because there were people in the neighborhood that didn't like the color of the new vinyl siding <laughs> and they personally attacked him in oh. front of his kids like in at his driveway his kids were playing and the the resident was so pissed he was just making verbal threats and a guy who was the president of a housing association which is like being the mayor oh. of a, a small village is it really or is it really just like
1: being you know president of your 7th grade class
0: <laughs> okay. So even, even more so, you can make the case of why is this such a big deal? The you make there, yeah. you know,
1: we're going to have lunch
0: every period and ice cream every day. Yeah. And your vinyl siding is going to be light blue <laughs> and you're going to enjoy it. And it's something different and, and hopefully you can deal. So Ira, tell how do, how do things stand now? Has there been a calming of the waters or are you still getting little spurts of, uh, you know, angry dialogue?
2: there's going to be continued angry spurts of dialogue. Um, you know, there's a few individuals who are louder than others. And, you know, I tried in the past to speak to them reasonably and, you know, even I, I I love social media as a whole, but I think social media is a root cause for a lot of what we've been seeing because it's an opportunity for people to spew their opinions at a, a wider basis, um, and get angry sitting behind a keyboard without any consequences. Um, one of the ways I tried to battle that off was if I saw people making certain comments, I would reach out to them, you know, via Facebook messenger and try to have a one-on-one conversation because you figure that most people will be more civil that way rather than uh, in one of these open forums where they have an audience. Um, But I've, I've largely given up on that in most cases. I think most people are good at the end of the day. It's, it's, it's a very small, loud minority and, Listen, if I decide to run again in three years and somebody wants to vote me off, whatever. I will Middle go finger. I will F find...
0: him. F him. No, he's going to
1: say, do me the favor. <laughs> do me the favor to make it my choice. I'm not <laughs> retired.
2: I have plenty you of other things wall. I can do with my life that that are will bring value. I To me, I just think this is important to serve. And you know, also, if, if I ever step down, the danger is that you are going to get somebody who is... one of these extreme positions stepping into one of these roles and that is another danger all by itself
0: or or it's just not qualified
2: I it's earlier saying
0: the truth you want the truth you can't
1: handle the truth you need (laughs) me on that wall you want me on that wall because
2: it's a lot of work you know people think that you know they can get on and just do whatever they want (laughs) but it doesn't work that way it's not like you're you know the president here or the mayor i mean You're one of a in our case one of nine on the board. So we're one opinion of nine. You know, if you got eight people that disagree with you all the time, then your way is not going to happen anyway. And it's a lot of work. There's committee work. There's policy work. You have to educate yourself on issues.
1: It's a a full time job. You don't. You don't get. Maybe you do get paid. I think most board of ed members don't get paid. You just give your time and 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 lots of time. And uh, you have a whole full time career, whole full time job. We're going to get to in a second. Uh, with what you're doing there we don't get
2: paid though no it's it's a big fat zeros i i probably lose money quite frankly because there's a lot of broadcasting gigs and you know other opportunities that i've had to pass up because i'm not going to skip out on a meeting you know i mean unless i have to fly somewhere for work i'm not going to miss out on a meeting uh so you yeah you you lose money serving so you really have to do this for the right reason you certainly are not you know going to get rich because you're not getting paid anything yeah i lose money because i got a Anytime I run for office, you got to do those campaign signs. You know, I mean, by now, obviously, everybody in the community knows my name, but when you run for the first couple of times, nobody knows who you are and you got to advertise. And that's where you see all these annoying campaign signs all over town. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Getting harder to serve. So no rest for the weary. Uh, your full time job, the job that actually does pay, pay your
2: bills is
0: no less challenging in that you're the head of communications for a state university in new jersey and new jersey city university so you know i'm sure that there are a lot of strategies and i'm sure that there are a lot of defensive plays that sometimes you have to make when the university and some of its personnel are under fire so it's like you have nowhere to relate. There's no outlet. for I guess broadcasting is your outlet, but you know, <laughs> going from the fire into the fire, you know, you're doing the public relations work and then you're doing doing the board of ed work. So, um, you know, what, what are some of the things that you have to deal with as a head of communications at a, a very well respected state university in a state like New Jersey?
2: I think it's also important to note that before I started in this role in uh, right in the middle of COVID, quite frankly, in the summer of 2020, um, i had spent 20 years working full time on our campus in college athletics. I was our assistant AD for communications since 2000. And I mean, that was I loved it. I loved working with the coaches. I loved working with the kids, you know, it was some great memories, but it was a grind. You know, I did that for 20 years, probably averaged 75 hours a week. And you're working six, seven days a week, no matter what, because you don't have control of your schedule. Because you know, whenever there's an event, you got to be there. Um, but doing that for a long time, I really got to kind of develop a strategy in terms of what worked and what didn't work, and also know what made a good story. At the end of the day, you know, know how to communicate with people, know how to form relationships, you know, because you no know, coaches uh, at all levels have egos, whether they admit it or not. And uh, if you can work with the coach. Um, you can honestly work with anybody and you can work with the media, uh, especially when their interests may not be what your interests are, um, then you really are, are going to excel at the next level. And in my current role, I'm, I'm the Senior Director of University Communications at New Jersey City University. We're a, we're a uh, anchor institution in Jersey City, New Jersey, uh we're a minority serving institution, Hispanic serving institution one of the most diverse campuses in the nation um, been in the role for a little bit over a year and change. I work directly with our president and our vice president um, and it's it's an interesting role because I actually we don't have a large office like you would at like Rutgers which is and we have maybe 6, thousand full-time students Rutgers is maybe 50 to 60 thousand a few more a little, yes. a little bit more Scratches. so i oversee not only all external communications but also all internal communications and everything exter- uh executive communications so i work directly with our president you know help her with speech writing um i'm constantly giving advice to our our executive team um on different issues you know we had an issue a, a few weeks ago um, with our university senate um and I work directly with our president on and our VPs and our chief of staff on uh, the appropriate way to manage it. And quite frankly, a lot of it is just being proactive with the communication, knowing what is possibly coming and being able to answer questions with the truth. Nice. I, I remember I had a professor in college and I. God, I wish I remember what class it was, uh, but who always told us, uh, told us that, you know, you can't control what the media will print, but you can. Regain control of the narrative if you have the truth on your side.
1: You know, as as you talk about that, and you're talking about truth and the narrative, and what you're doing for a living between being on the board of Ed, being you know your big job at NJCU. Um, what we really want to know about and, and get to is you you have a family, right? So, because you're so busy, how do you control the narrative in your family with what mm-hmm. you do as a dad? Let's 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 get to the fun stuff.
2: Well. Just be a good dad. You have to have, I honestly think you have to have a great mom. You got to have a great. There she goes
0: mom. again. have heard that. We've heard that Always. over and over again. Happy I mean,
2: wife, happy life. I don't know. Wife. I think we're
0: 85 in and you. It's uh, so about 87. Yes. And I think probably 80 times we've heard that the, the wife is fairly important. It's the mom. It's the mom.
1: <laughs> so anyhow, sorry, we, we, uh, we digress. Please continue.
2: <laughs> my wife, my wife is a saint. Um, And I, I say this and I'll, I'll say this until my last dying breath. I couldn't do half of what I do without her, without her support, you know, she's, and she works a full-time job herself, but you know, she's the one who after work is when I'm still up in Jersey city or I'm going to a broadcasting gig where I'm out of town at an event or a broadcasting gig over the years has been the one um, that's taken the kids to practice and to, you know, uh, six flags with their friends or, you know, set up play dates and and been the one who has really carried, so much more of the heavy lifting than I ever could. You know, I, but,
0: but have... when you are around Ira, mm-hmm. what do you like to do with your
2: Yeah. Wow. Well, it's tough. I mean, ultimately when we, when we are home, we do what they want to do. We try to do what they want to do. We go to their, what do they do? their games, you know, they, they, uh, they, they, I mean, they, they like to, I mean, they like to play games, play board games and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really honestly been, doing what they want to do their events. You know, their my daughter, my older daughter does uh, nationally uh, competitive dance and she's also an athlete, volleyball and basketball. So we, we would do a lot of, uh, of her sporting events. My son who's now a freshman in college at Seton hall uh, played volleyball and basketball and other sports growing up. So it was a lot of what we did as a family revolved around sports. Um, I personally like when we do get a chance to travel and, i was telling adam about this uh we summers of 2018 and summers of 2019 back-to-back years we did these monster uh road trips you know sort of uh you know like the national lampoon type road trips where uh we did the rocky mountains for 11 days colorado south dakota wyoming montana idaho one year in a minivan driving 2500 miles and seeing that part of the country and they didn't Hate me enough at, at the end of that. That the following year we did it again, and we. Marty did, the Moose,
1: you see Marty the Moose. did not Wally, see Marty the Moose.
2: Wally, Wally, well, Wally
0: World, but it's Marty the Moose. Marty the Moose, right I am uh, right. I am. It's Marty the Moose. Marty the Moose. Marty
2: Moose was hanging out somewhere in California. I think. Yeah, yeah, we did that the second time around. We did the, the the southern national parks, the Grand Canyons, the, the Arizonas, the Mexicos, the Utahs, Nevadas, Cali's of the world, and
1: drink a beer with your son as you sat there. Well, Talk about the, the did, life. Did you and... order some fish from a pool waitress in a motel?
2: <laughs> Truth be told, we did sit in a uh, restaurant in South Dakota when he was 16. And uh, I ordered a uh, very thick, stout beer. And I asked if you'd like a taste. And he did. And he hated it. And that was all done by design. And I oh, uh, didn't have to worry about, to about him stop. drinking beer until he got the coffee. Like
1: Sturgis? or that Sturgis?
2: It was right outside of Sturgis. We were there during the bike fest. It was Oh awesome. my God, that's wow.
1: nuts. They're crazy out there.
2: They, there was, I mean, this is before COVID obviously, but there were thousands of bikers and not that you know, th-
1: there's hundreds of thousands of bikers there.
2: Well, I, first of all, as a, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good driving wise, but when you're sharing the road with bikers everywhere, you do get a bit nervous, but I think the, I think the bikers get a bad reputation because we, we had a chance to talk to so many of them when we were in stores out there. This, this, yeah. These people are awesome. I mean, they yeah. drive from all over the country, thousands of miles for this. I mean, how cool is that?
1: Oh, that must've been a lot of fun. So one of the things we like to ask our dads on our show is uh, advice. Um, Curious to know your thoughts, dad advice, given all your work on board of ed with, with your real time job and being a dad, we'd like to do your kids travel and sporting events. What kind of dad advice do you have for our listeners out there?
2: It's a good question. You can go off in so many tangents, but you know, my dad was always very busy um, and, and not the most social in the world. So he wasn't around a lot, you know, I'm fortunate to have him in my life, but he was never very involved. Um, To me, it's, it's about trying to be present, you know, try to get to their events, things that are important to them and just being supportive and listening and, you know, knowing that, you know, good or bad, you will always be there and always love them no matter what their decisions are and what they choose to do. You know, my kids don't necessarily always have the same interests that I do. And, you know, it takes a little while sometimes to come to a realization that, hey, they not, may not necessarily like the same things that you do. And that's okay. But you can be there for them and be supportive and, you know, be somebody that whether they, you know, they may not always want to have you shadowing them and, and, and hovering over them, but know that you need, if they need you, you're there.
0: I like it. I like it. There you go. There you have it. All right. Ira Thor. Ira Thor. Put in a package, tie it up with a little bowl. Absolutely. That's some pretty solid dad advice. Thank you. And I you. like how it's generational dad advice. So awesome. Ira, thanks so much for being on Bad to the Dad. Really enjoyed hearing about your experiences and all of your walks of life and, and hearing about all your, your road trips. And uh, hopefully we'll have you on again. But uh, I know with your busy schedule, squeezing in these kinds of things is, is sort of challenging, but uh, we really appreciate the time. Thanks, Ira.
2: It's my pleasure, guys. Thank you.
0: We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts.
1: Hey. This is Coach Randy here at Bad the Dad, and I want to thank you for our guest, Ira, Thor. As you can tell, it's just me. I'm flying solo. Truth is, I messed up. I fouled up. Screwed the pooch. Made a big mistake this time. For some reason, the outro that Adam D. and I did together, gone, vanished, ghosted, disappeared. So Adam D. has given me the permission, because we all know that Adam D. is the true talent of Coach Randy and Adam D., And he's given permission to do the outro. So first, we want to acknowledge Ira for being a great Bad to the Dad. Second, definitely have to acknowledge Becky Berman, our big, big sponsor of BermanBranding.com. And most importantly, want to thank you, the listener, for being here. Lots of great stuff. And what I think is important to understand is that Adam D. and I got back and we started talking about our guest, Ira. And we uh, first acknowledged his efforts and we acknowledged him being there. And I uh, thought it was great he could uh, provide some insight on being a Board of Ed member. Uh, I, of course, made uh, comments such as he wanted to do a third term being on the board, which I think is crazy nuts. And then Adam D. was like, well, at least we know there are good people out there wanting to be on the Board of Ed. And I explained, yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, I guess Ira is kind of like an important person because you want people who have really do care about other kids, not just their own kids. And then we started talking about how Ira is like a hero, and I went like, actually, yeah, he's like a hero. And then we started talking about heroes. And I asked them, do you think if I was a hero, do you think I were to be considered uh, a Marvel-based hero or a DC-based hero? And that brought us into a whole big tube in a, in a, in a, in a, in a rabbit hole talking about marvel versus dc and we started disagreeing between is superman greater than spider-man and who would you know and then of course the boys is coming out and then we started thinking about well if we're gonna have this conversation we have to reach out to our, our our true fans and true experts you know chris diaz uh neil tenzer and of course john brooks and before we knew it uh we were hour into our conversation well past our a lot of time for closing up bad of the Dad, and uh, uh that was basically the conversation we had so um just want to let you know first uh ira thanks so much uh, Becky, of course, thank you. Remember, take a look at our poll regarding gifts for dads. And second of all, most importantly, we are bad to dad. Have a great week and stay bad to the dad.